Well, the suspect in a random stabbing that injured three at a Chinatown festival yesterday is a psychiatric patient who had left his facility on a day pass, according to Vancouver police. The attack occurred at uh, Light Up Chinatown, a festival created to help revitalize and preserve one of our city's oldest neighborhoods. Now, preserving Chinatown was one of many promises made by Ken Sim and his ABC colleagues. Next month will mark uh, the day when ABC won its supermajority, which included a promise to hire more police in the city and get the city's fiscal house in order. Now, since then, the residents have already paid a 10.7% property tax increase, and currently council is considering whether they should increase fees for a slew of services, including licensing your dog to licensing your business. Revenue from the hikes uh, would mean an extra $15 million, and it would shave off the equivalent of 1.4% property tax hike in the 2024 budget. Lots to talk about here. Joining me now to discuss the state of the city is Mayor Ken Sim. Mayor uh, Sim, thank you for joining us. Hey, Jazz. Thanks for having me. Uh, I I could have written, read probably about five pages of uh, other things that that are on your plate as well. So is the nature of being the mayor of a large city like Vancouver. But let's touch a little bit on what transpired over this weekend. As I said, a suspect um, is in custody. There was a random stabbing at that festival in Chinatown. Uh, and I don't want to focus just on that one event, and, and it was really a, a tough one uh, to, to read about and, and, and to see on the news, but there have been other attacks as well, and Vancouver is not the only city going through some of these challenges, Seattle, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Toronto. Uh, but in your mind, since you've been elected, do you think this city is safer today uh, since you were elected? Yeah, so I, I do want to qualify, you know, a preface with uh, my statement with the fact that, you know, there was something that was absolutely terrible that happened yesterday. And three people were violently assaulted and, um, you know, knock on wood, uh, it looks like uh, you know, they'll make, a, you know, a physical recovery. But the trauma that, uh, you know, not only them, but their family and their friends went through yesterday and will continue to go through is, you know, it's, it's, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's unimaginable. So I, I do want to say that. Um, now, when you look at our city, um, you, you mentioned it, we are a large city now. And anyone telling you that uh, these, you know, we're not going to have more social issues or there won't be crime or there won't be these, uh, be these issues um, would be being very, would be very disingenuous. And so has this place uh, gotten safer? Well, Vancouver, uh, despite the challenges that we face and we will continue to face uh is a relatively safe city, um, but we can do more. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we ran on the mandate of bringing in 100 new police officers and 100 mental health workers, because it's not just uh, policing. We have a, a bunch of social issues that we have to deal with. And I can um, say, you know, we, we've made progress on that file. Um, I believe we've hired up to date 94 of those officers, uh, 70 new recruits, 24 officers from Dirt different jurisdictions and so we're you know we're making a lot of progress on that file and I do want to you know also state that Mm -hmm. uh, you know terrible like these are just uh, I can't stress how terrible each one of these events are Um, now although we you know uh, you know in the short term we can we we won't be able to necessarily reduce these uh, these incidents it's how you react um, when they happen and I can tell you in this one situation um, you know, we did have uh, police in, in the neighborhood. Um, our police officers were able to react really quickly. They um, tended uh, to uh, the individuals affected. They called in um, the incident. And within a couple of, like, uh, moments later, 
um, they picked up the individual and brought him into. Uh, and no one, uh, no one questions that, uh, Mayor Sim. I think that the challenge here seems to be just the, you know, there are times where bad guys attack bad guys. In this city, and generally in Canada, you don't have to worry about, uh, not that it didn't happen before, but we didn't have to worry about random attacks against uh, everyday law-abiding citizens. We just have a lot of them now, to the point where it does impact your city's brand, downtown Vancouver's brand. That seems to be the challenge, and and, and I'm not saying policing is the only answer, it's not, but there is a significant challenge, I would would argue, Vancouver has in regards to just... The feeling, uh, just the the, the, of feeling safe when you walk downtown in downtown Vancouver. I think that's the biggest challenge. I think you and elected officials like you have is how do you turn that around? Yeah, and you're absolutely right. And so we we do have work to do. Um, What we can do is in the short term, um, we can you know um, invest in public safety, which means having a fully funded police uh, service again and have making sure we have people uh, on the streets. But make no mistake about it, uh, a lot of these challenges, uh, the root causes are outside of the jurisdiction of, you know, what we do at the city. Where that's not a cop-out, what it, what it is, we are addressing them. We're lobbying um, senior levels of government to help out, um, you know, when it comes to uh, catch and release, uh, for example, when it comes to um, people um, uh, suffering from, or not suffering, like experiencing mental health issues, these are, you know, things that uh, we need to do and work with other levels of government to address them so they don't become these issues. This one uh, incident, um, you know, I, I want to be very careful with my words because the investigation isn't over, mm-hmm. um, but this this individual was on a day pass um, from, uh, you know, a facility. Yeah. So I don't have the details, and I, I do not want to speculate whatsoever. And as the chief mentioned during the press conference, there are so many people that actually... Um, are on day passes, uh, you know, and, and it, everything's fine. So, like, we're getting into a very complex situation right now. But all i got to say is we want to get to the root cause of the problem because if we don't, incidents like this are going to be commonplace. Yeah, they and are. That, 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 and that's not, that's not an option. Let's focus a little bit on the city budget just for a moment. Uh, you have a budget of just under $2 billion, $1.97 billion, I do believe. Last year, there was a prop- property tax hike of 10.7%. And a budget outlook prepared by the city staff in June warned that Vancouverites could be on the hook for a 9% property tax hike every year for the next five years. Uh, at this point, you and your council are, are looking at and debating and discussing uh, increase in fees of $15 million out of $1.97 billion budget. Uh, number one, can Vancouverites expect a double-digit property tax hike next year, in your mind, number one? Number two, it, with a budget that size, you're the fiscally conservative uh, uh, party you're supposed to be. You're the one who promised to clean up the budget and in, in, in spending and in, in bring it in line. Uh, yet here we have uh, Nick, uh, the, the, your ABC council at least looking at nickel and diming Vancouver taxpayers, one could argue, with a $15 million increase in fees. So how do you plan to deal with the fiscal challenges with this city uh, in this current budget cycle? Yeah, so thank you. Um, so there's a few things. One, um, the, the 10.7, that was, when we dug into the budget, that was really a reset. And those were investments in things like, um, you know, getting uh, our police force back to where they uh, should be. It was funding our fire department um, based on bench, uh, benchmarks um, from other organizations. So uh, part of that was a reset. And um, the only other thing I'd say there, not that it makes anyone feel better, um, the 10.7, like people have to realize that in our budget, 
um, a lot of the stuff that we collect money for actually isn't for the city of Vancouver. It's Metro, it's TransLink, uh, it's the provincial school tax. And so when you look at the actual increase on the average condo, it, it turned out to be 33 cents a day. So I, that's just context. What we are doing is we actually have a mayor budget uh, task force of 24 of arguably some of the smartest people in the country that do not work at the city who uh, who have been given the mandate of rip through all of our financial statements and don't hold back. Tell us what we can do to uh, save money or optimize things. And so they've been working on it for about what four or five months now when we're expecting their report. Uh, I'll be as surprised as everyone else because we didn't tell them what they should do or what was, uh, um, you know, w- 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 what the sacred cows were. We just said, just go nuts. But, so, but will you, will you, does your council have the spine to make cuts? And that's the question here. We can all talk about needs. There are always going to be needs, and the demand to spend is always there in government. It always will be. But do you, as a council and as mayor, uh, you know, have the fortitude to say, we're going to make some cuts because we cannot continue spending and spending. There, have to be, there has to be some bell tightening, one would argue. Absolutely. And that's the great thing about bringing in a bunch of um, incredibly bright people that are independent of us. And we told them, don't hold back. When that report comes out, we literally have to go to the city. If they come up with recommendations that say we should be doing this, and then we don't have a valid reason why we shouldn't do it, um, you know, people are going to hold us accountable. And that's the way it should be. And I, I look forward to it. Okay. It's going to be great. Well, speaking of holding folks accountable, folks, I could have, I could have you know, 20 more questions, but I want to hand it over to our listeners. Give us a call right now. The mayor wants to take some calls from you to answer some of your questions. Welcome back to the show. If you're just joining us, we are speaking to Vancouver Mayor Ken Sim. Give us a call on the open line. He is taking questions from Vancouver residents. Let's go to Ryan in Vancouver. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Jazz. So I wanted to bring up quickly the multiplexing in context. So there's a vote coming this week uh, on council on the multiplex proposal that council estimates will have 150 uh, up units uptake per year, which I think is an insult. So in that context, when are we going to get zoning reform and actually get housing built? Thanks, Ryan. Uh, your worship? Yeah. So um, let's be very clear. Um, and we ran on this mandate. We want to build... Uh, a lot more and a lot faster and so we're working through a bunch of different things right now uh, the bottleneck that we've identified make no mistake about it is it takes us way long to get permits to build stuff be it a simple reno be it building a single family home multiplexes or um, condos and uh, so we skip that process um, we can build a lot more faster uh, across the city. And I think we've been pretty bold. I think we've told everyone, look, we don't have a, a shadow crisis in our city. We don't have a view cone uh, crisis in our city. We have a housing crisis. Mm-hmm. And we've been very clear, look, we want to build a lot more, be it on above subways. It's completely r- ridiculous that we, um, you know, we're not optimizing our uh, transit node. started to speed up some of these processes. And, you know, I can get into the weeds a little bit more, but... Uh, you know, those are my general comments. All right. Well, let's go to uh, Joe in Vancouver. Hi, Joe. Hi. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. All right. There's there's two points here. Um, I can't afford to live in the city of Vancouver, but I had a business, had a business which I had to shut down uh, in Vancouver. It was on Broadway. Uh, but I paid forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 in taxes. But because I couldn't afford to live in Vancouver... I had to live outside the parameters of Vancouver. I couldn't vote for you. The first time you ran and you lost, 
I put your uh, materials and, and, and information in my store. Second time you ran, I did what I could because I needed some change. I needed somebody else in there with a head on their shoulders. But it's unbelievable that I could pay that kind of taxes and I still don't get to vote. And number two is that the something has to be done with these commercial landlords, uh, retail landlords, that are passing all of the taxes and all the tax increases onto us as retailers with no controls. Thank you. Mayor, same your thoughts on that. I mean, it's, it's a constant challenge. It is an expensive city, uh, but it's really, really tough, of course, for small business owners. Your thoughts? Yeah, no, it, look, it, I totally empathize um, with the caller, so I didn't catch his name. And he's right. Um, it is it, it is uh, very expensive to live in the city. Let's call it what it is. When the average, uh, you know, apartment is over $3,000 for a one-bedroom apartment, um, that's that's not affordable to a lot of people. And then when our businesses are paying forty to $50,000 in property taxes just, you know, for, let's say, 12, 1,400 square feet in certain areas, you know, um, it's hard for businesses to survive and they have to pass their uh, these costs on to consumers. So uh, that's what we ran on. Um, you know, uh, there aren't going to be any short fixes, um, mm-hmm. but we have to start working on building. And it goes back to the last uh, uh, caller's comments. We have to build more housing faster. We have to stop having these conversations around, well, um, do we really need the housing um, or if there's, you know, a supply demand um, debate that that debate's over. We need to build more faster and we're going to do that. And if we do that, that starts to, you know, provide more units out there so more people can live. It Mm -hmm. should provide more attainability and it should help our businesses as well. First, it spreads out the tax base. So, um, you know, you you spread the the task tax cost over more businesses businesses and residents, but also you have more residents living in the neighborhood who can frequent these businesses. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go to George in Vancouver. Hi, George. Hi, Jeff. Excellent program as usual, by the way. Um, Mr. Mayor, uh, since you have this group of people working on recommendations to cut costs, and that supposedly, as I hear, is coming out in October, why are you bringing in tomorrow a motion to increase all these fees to gain $15 million extra uh, when you could wait until that report is out and maybe we don't have to increase these fees? Yeah. So thank you, George. That's uh, that's actually a great question. Um, so these recommendations, um, to give you a little color as to how um, the, the inner workings of the city uh, works, is uh, the city manager and their team, they present uh, options. And so those options were based on surveys um, uh, when they polled residents, and um, a lot of residents uh, you know, expressed uh, that uh, property taxes um, you know, have been presenting a big challenge and they would rather see, you know, more user fees. And so these are presented to council, then we get to debate them, and then we get to either accept them, uh, modify them, uh, or say, no, we're not going to do it. And so we approach this, like, you know, when we go into council this week, we approach these uh, conversations with an open mind, um, and then we'll make our decision then. In addition to that, we do have the uh, mayor's budget task force uh, that have been working on this for a while, and we're really excited to see 
uh, what they're going to have to say. Because, like I said, they are some of the smartest people in the country. Well, I uh, I wish we had more time here. We've run out. I really appreciate you uh, taking calls today. I hope to have you on soon. I think that we're going to try to do this on a semi-regular basis to take calls from citizens. Really appreciate you making the effort to do so today. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Jez.